favor for an expected end from jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 this message encourages that god's thoughts about us is good to give an expected end with maximum impact and minimum regret pastor teaches about the importance of discipline planning of time and using our tongues wisely for an expected end amen hallelujah look at somebody and say jesus is awesome jesus is awesome amen let's be seated in the presence of god tonight hallelujah what a joy to worship jesus what a joy to be in the presence of the lord amen amen let's open our bibles to jeremiah chapter 29 the 29th chapter of jeremiah and verse 11 this is a scripture that we know for i know the thoughts that i think toward you says the lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end amen amen this is one of the earliest scriptures that i memorized and learned and heard and i'm sure most of you it is the same way for i know the thoughts that i think towards you saith the lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end this is the end of the year this month to give you an expected end the thoughts of god towards you are for peace amen and not of evil say the lord to give you an expected end amen amen glory be unto the name of jesus indha ratri parishuddhaatma avi oru vaakyam endra agathu thannathu God starts towards you is one of peace and not of evil amen to give you an expected end sometimes we think life is a mystery it's like a puzzle to be solved and everything is hard unless it is understood unless you understand something it is assumed it is hard now look at that scripture it says there it's god's thought to give you an expected end thoughts towards you one of peace and not of evil it's his thought not his action his thought is thinking good thoughts about you look at 3 john verse 2 in the new testament paul writing in 3 john and verse 2 beloved beloved i wish above all things see it is god's wish yeah. you want to know what god is wishing beloved i wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth hallelujah god's 
thought God's wish is towards you is for your well-being, for your peace. Amen. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, Hallelujah. Psalms 92 and verse 5 says, the thoughts of God are very deep. Psalms 40 and verse 5. Psalms 55, I mean Isaiah 55 verse 8. The thoughts of God towards us are much higher than our thoughts. Just like the heavens are high above the earth, so are the might are so high are the thoughts of God towards us. Now God's wish has to come into action for it to come to an expected end. And one thing I've realized from scripture is that everything that God desires to do, you have to activate by faith. I mean, if salvation, you have to confess, you have to believe, and you have to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, then you are saved. But whether it be favor, whether it be the blessing, whether it be health, whether it be healing, deliverance, prosperity, the shalom of God, it's activated by faith. God wants you to have an expected end. And just like the wicked one desires an end for you, God desires an end for you. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 7. Look at that. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 7. Proverbs 11 23. We can read a couple of scriptures. And Proverbs 10 28. Proverbs 11 verse 7. When a wicked man dieth. When a wicked man dieth, his expectation shall perish. And the hope of the unjust man perisheth. See, even the wicked man has got an expectation. Now look at the 11th chapter, 23rd verse. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. 28, 10th chapter, verse 28. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness. But the expectation of the wicked shall perish. But the expectation of the wicked shall perish. So even the wicked has got an expectation. They want to see you perish. They want to see you destroyed. They don't want to see you doing well or prospering or walking in the blessing of God. But tonight, which one are you going to activate? If you're going to activate the promise of God into your life by faith, then you will come to an expected end. In the Ratri, Hallelujah, 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 we break it off. Amen. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. See, when you know the thoughts of God, it's an assurance for you to activate. Hallelujah. If you think God is desiring evil towards you, God is not. 
But how do you activate? I've seen some people walk in favor. I've seen some people walk in the blessing of God. And some people just sit there and wonder, why is it not happening for me? When you study scriptures, Acts 10, 34, God is not a respecter of persons. Ephesians 6, verse 9, God is not a respecter of persons. Colossians 3, verse 25, God is not a respecter of persons. 2 Chronicles chapter 19, verse 7, God is not a respecter of persons. 2 Samuel 14, verse 14, God is not a respecter of persons. Romans chapter 2, verses 11, whether you be a Jew or a Greek, God is not a respecter of persons. God does not show partiality. God does not show partiality. If you trust Him, if you believe His word, if you will activate the promise of God by faith, even tonight, what you have seen others enjoy the blessing of God, even much more than that what God desires about you will begin to be manifested if you believe that put your hands together give a clap offering unto Jesus and say yes Lord I receive your word tonight I receive your word Lord Amen Amen What do you mean by an expected end and just not the year end about your life an expected end have you thought of it what is an expected end? What does it mean? It means knowing the relevance, the impact, the value, and to see the maximization of the purpose of God in your life. Heaven's impression and desire and intention Totally to be fulfilled in your life. That's an expected end. What God preordained you to be and to do when He created you to be manifested is an expected end. It's got the meaning exiting, exiting the world with maximum impact and minimum regret. Exiting the earth when it is your time with maximum impact and minimum regret. I heard a man of God say when he dies he wants to die empty. And I, I, I wondered what did he mean by that? And he said there should be no more of dreams or desires or things that I had in my heart that God put in that is not being fulfilled. Hallelujah. When it's time for me to go, when my end is near, there should be nothing left that God wanted me to do on earth that I have not accomplished. That's an expected end. Hallelujah. When you fulfill all that God wants you to fulfill, on this planet and as a pastor sometimes you go into a there are times you have to go to a cemetery to do a funeral and even you know whenever I travel I visit a cemetery <laughs> and there are some beautiful cemeteries and graveyards when you go through Europe and US and all that 
and sometimes i walk through and look at the tombstones of what is written there and sometimes i sit there and i wonder the reason i go to cemetery don't mistake it it is so that we can build one beautifully <laughs> so just to get an idea <laughs> There are people who are born great and who have died small. There are people who were supposed to be generals, but maybe who died as surgeons. They were supposed to be something. They had that potential. They were supposed to be the president or the prime minister of a country. And they just doesn't seem to have made it. Or sometimes you visit you know a tomb and then that lies somebody who was supposed to write 500 songs and that person only wrote wrote two songs sometimes you see people who have ruined their destiny people who had great potential who have not accomplished what god wanted them to accomplish may it not be your story Amen. may not be my story yes. in the name of jesus Amen. christ Amen. may we come to an expected end yes, for the glory of jesus christ Amen. 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 what it means is when you get to heaven you look back on your earthly life and say i'm happy wow i hear the words of jesus saying well done good and faithful servant all that i wanted you to do on planet earth you have done Sometimes people think in life it is all about making money. It's not money, it's impact. So what is important? Even towards the end of this year, you got to spend time in prayer. to ask the lord to get a glimpse to capture a picture of what god wants you to be and to live that life don't go through life without knowing why your creator made you you have to have this captivating thought my life has to be optimized for the glory of god whether it be politically whether it be academically whether it be business wise whether it be ministry wise in whatever way i have to optimize all the gifts and the talents that god has given me for the glory of jesus christ you know sometimes people use this word I'm waiting on the Lord. And sometimes you ask them and and it they say okay I'm, I've been I've been fasting I've been praying and that's good. But what is that word waiting on the Lord means? You're sitting at the feet of Jesus for God to direct you. Whether it be about your marriage, whether it be about your business, whether it be about ministry, whether it be about life, it's just not waiting on the Lord doing nothing. It is 
your spiritual ears are open your heart is open to say lord what is your will direct me i want to hear from you yes lord there are many people who are just indifferent to life those who are indifferent to life cannot make a difference in life they just indifferent some people think life is a game of chances kesara sara whatever has to be has to be my mother's favorite song kesara sara whatever would be would be hmm? the future is not ours to see kesara sara When I was young I asked my mother what would I be <laughs> We don't want to be singing that do we Somebody just tuning in this is the MTV <coughs> 1960s hit sung again remix let's get on with the message okay <laughs> some people think okay life is whatever it's to be it's a game of chance and they end up super frustrated in life super frustrated because they think game is life is a game of chance something might happen there something might happen here because they have never taken time to spend time to say lord what is the direction for my life If only I know the direction can I walk in faith can I fulfill what you want me to fulfill and come to an expected end Somebody said life success is not the duration of your life how long you have lived may you all live long But is not the duration but the donation what you have donated nobody becomes successful in life accidentally sometimes people say he is one lucky guy huh? there is no lucky guy there can be a favor guy who activates favor see grace has to be activated favor has to be activated yes it's given but you have to cooperate work with it even the gifts of the spirit gifts gift of working of miracles in other words even for the miracle there's a working it's not miracles i'm just chumma sitting just miracles when god gave them manna manna was falling but they had to pick it up it didn't just fall directly into their mouth and just go down they had to pick it up look at somebody sitting next to you and say cooperate with the favor of god cooperate with the, cooperate with the grace of god activate the favor activate the favor amen god wants to give you an expected end amen amen you have to cooperate with it
So what are the things that actually disrupt or the force that actually disrupt what you say uh, God's purpose for your life that stops it from activating. One thing that I've realized and I'm speaking as a pastor to you tonight. I speak as a pastor normally but this is something might feel like a correction or rebuke but it's good it's the errand amen it's one word called indiscipline I used to think that having talents having gifts having a great call of God having the wisdom from God having connections would get you somewhere in life But I've realized those things are good and needed but that doesn't make somebody great or brings a person to an expected end. It's discipline attached to it. Open your mouth and say discipline. Discipline. Take a song. It's raining heavily here so we just take a song. Just take a song. Just take a song. Say that 
to be disciplined because time is I mean people think that just because of the favor that everything happens good around their lives just because God is thinking good things about them everything just automatically happens you step into it with discipline sometimes poverty sometimes sickness is not caused by the devil it's caused by indiscipline Somebody is eating a lot of sugar and they're sick. It's indiscipline. Sometimes you're not disciplined in your finances and saving up and being careful on how you spend your money and suddenly you are in debt and you're wondering, why is God not favoring me? God is favoring you. God is thinking good thoughts about you. But somewhere, you have not connected to discipline in your life. I mean, he wants to give you a six pack. But sitting on that, what do you say for that? On that armchair or that bean bag. And having all those lassi. It's not going to give you a six pack. It's going to give you one big family pack. But for you to have that six pack, the grace is there. But you got to get up and run, work hard, or do those crunches. Discipline, just getting into us. Just lift your hands and say, Lord, I just need all the grace that I can to discipline my life, spiritually, emotionally, physically, just to put things in order. Amen. Yes, Lord. I realized one thing. I was, sometimes you work really hard and you are there for people and praying and helping as many people as you can. And then you're so burned out and you're so tired and your body is feeling so weak. People think the pastors are running on supernatural fuel. And suddenly I realize even if I fall and die, they'll just go to another church. (laughs) I have to discipline myself and see, okay, I better take a rest now. I better do this. 
Genesis 22 verse 9 Even when Abraham is sacrificing Isaac to the Lord the Bible says he kept the wood in order there was a discipline an order that he kept 1 Kings 18:33 When the fire fell on the sacrifice the the Bible says that Elijah the prophet kept things in the wooden order put them in order Titus chapter 1 verse 5 Paul is writing to Titus and he's saying for this cause I left thee in Crete that you should set in order the things that are wanting set in order 1 Corinthians 14 40 to the Corinthian church the Lord is saying through the prophet through the man of God let everything be done decently and in order the gifts of the spirit has to move people are there with the gifts people are there with talents and the anointings but in order Psalms 37 was 23 the steps of the righteous are ordered by the lord One of the reasons why the children of Israel were in the wilderness for 40 years one of the reasons is was there was no order they were just complaining murmuring grumbling and all that they could see in other nation they were imitating into their own lives sometimes you see people who don't have discipline sometimes you know i take teams when i go for ministry and sometimes i look and i watch how disciplined they are how disciplined they are with certain things and sometimes i don't say anything i just pray because you don't want to say it because if you say it it's almost like as if you are oppressing them <laughs> and i don't want to be seen as somebody who's oppressing people but sometimes like okay i just pray leave it but i better be careful in taking that person for the next meeting your character is built by discipline there are people who step into marriage and marital favor they're just careless there's nothing in order they're wondering why their marriage is not working there is no biblical order the favor of god is there god wants to bless you god wants to see you come to an expected end amen but you got to attach discipline you know the lord told me years back is raising up an army for his kingdom and that army are people who will know how to now we have appetites how to discipline appetites we have wants we have desires there are people who see anything that they see they want it even any anointings are you with me people with different anointings and they want, they want all of that so finally they end up frustrated and end up without having anything 
It's wants, desires, appetites. You gotta covet. You gotta discipline. You gotta make sure that you say, no, 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 no. This, this thing, I don't need it now. You ask somebody who is really, uh, you know, sometimes people come and say, Pastor, I got the latest car, the latest bike. God bless you with latest bikes and cars. I'm not against it. But sometimes I see people who are more disciplined who will say, you don't see them in the latest car or the latest bike. They'll say, I got the latest project, Pastor. <laughs> you know they're going somewhere. Because they gave up something to make sure that it was about something else. The children of Israel in the wilderness, Joshua 7 verse 21. Akan, he went and took a Babylonian garment. Are you with me? She was not disciplined. God is going to give them a land flowing with milk and honey. But he just wanted that. There are people who want clothes, people who want that, people who want this. The latest gadgets, the latest phones. I've seen successful people sometimes, they don't carry the latest. They carry what is easily usable for them. If it is the latest, that is fine. But people who are spending all their money on buying the latest, latest, latest shoes, latest car, latest that. Now, I'm not against all that, but what I'm saying is at some point you will realize it's not about latest things that you accumulate around your life. It's about how disciplined you are in making sure you're doing what God wants you to do and having only that which God wants you to have. Don't eat everything. Some, be- some people are digging their grave with a fork and a spoon. Any new restaurant in town? <laughs> Any new thing happening? We gotta try it out. Now you don't even have to go. Before at least you need to go to a restaurant. Now you just need to be more undisciplined. Sit at home and just pick up the phone and call. And they'll bring it home. <laughs> you see that ad of Swiggy or Somato, which one I don't know. I like that. It's a cute ad that that uncle who's jolly looking uncle <laughs> on the slide without the wife knowing eating that ledu. <laughs> Discipline. You know, I remember when I was in my teenage, you know, my uncle, my father's youngest brother, he telling me something which I never forgot. Telling me, son, you need to manage your time. Discipline, manage your time. If you want to get anywhere in life, just manage your time. I was managing it well enough. I used to watch the cricket from morning to night. <laughs> I used to just sit in front of the TV and watch all kind of movies right from morning to night and having snacks. We cousins, that was our favorite thing. Just eat, watch, eat, watch. And when I came to the Lord, the real struggle was to give up cricket, watching cricket. It's not a sin. 
But what I'm saying is, it was taking my time away from God, His Word, and doing what God really wanted me to do. So I had to just, over a period of time, just curb those instincts. And make sure, okay, I watch cricket, but not at the cost of me doing what God exactly wants me to do. It doesn't matter how exciting it is. How you use your time is an indication of how far you will reach in life. We used to hear time is money. Time is more important than that. You waste money, you can get it back. You waste time, you can never get it back. You know, the Greek used two words for my, uh, time, chronos and kairos. The kairos is God's divinely appointed time. Psalm 102 verse 13, the set time to favor her has come. It's, it's kairos, God's divine appointed time for the church. But the chronos is the chronological time. For example, 100 years, we call it century, 50 years, 60 years is platinum. Is it platinum 60? Diamond is 60. Gold is 50. Gold is 50. Yeah, I could be wrong. 25 years, 50 years. And just imagine this. God is wanting to bring you to an expected end. Imagine you are 75 years old and you sleep 8 hours a day. You have slept for 25 years of your life. (laughs) 8 hours a day and you have lived up to 75. You have slept for 25 years. Some of you are sleeping half of your life. (laughs) Even my list message is going on, sitting there and sleeping. (laughs) And you're wondering why good things are not happening to you. And I'm not against sleep. Please don't get me wrong. You need to have sufficient time of sleep. But you need to know how to manage time. And I realize if somebody is speaking with me on the phone for more than 30 minutes, it's wasted time. Unless I'm getting paid for it. (laughs) Then I don't mind speaking another 10 more minutes. (laughs) See, every day you got to see how you allocate your time. Make a chart. Now sometimes people get upset. Pastor is not responding to every message. I can't. I mean, don't get me wrong, please. I read through most of the messages, but I can't reply to every one of them. You know why? Because if it is not my time to respond to messages, I don't. 
if it's my time of prayer i won't i have a set time when i respond to messages one hour a day and not every day and the most important ones i respond there might be 200 300 messages and i respond to the most important ones and now what what, I, what i've seen in the last couple of months is people just put a voice message i don't have a problem with that if it is important please do but make it short i had last week voice messages coming 20 minutes 25 minutes i'm going to get to the point <laughs> what what are you messaging me get to the point can you imagine five calls 20 minutes each three calls one hour is gone three messages have listened voice messages so you need to set your time for calls for messages for facebook all that because life is going by 2020 has gone God has got something good in store. He's got a peaceful end for you. Amen. But there is a discipline with your time, with your life. Most people spend their time trying to impress others. Who will not even be there for them when they fail. blog have a time plan your time look at somebody and say plan your time plan your time you know rich and poor everybody has got the same amount of time but how people redeem the time is important redeem the time some people want to do everything by themselves everything by themselves efficiency five says redeem the time and i realized one thing now if uh, if i have to go and help my wife with the cooking or if i have to take care of the kids and then uh, wash the car and take care of my dogs and my love birds and my rani mole's bunny rabbits are in heaven <laughs> feed my bunny rabbits whatever <laughs> I won't have time to pray and prepare and attend calls. So I got a log in time. I call also 24 hours just like you. Got to take care of my health. So I tried to log it where am i wasting what what's what's happening i have to visit my parents you got to do, learn to do that you can't do everything so how do you redeem the time there are certain things which you can delegate Now me being a father I cannot delegate to somebody else. 
Somebody else can't be the father of my child. The time that I have to spend with them, I have to spend. But the cooking I can delegate it to somebody. So I've redeemed that time. Are you with me? The 30 minutes that would may take me to make an omelette. Somebody makes lunch with that amount of time. But then I get that time with my kid. If I got to preach and minister forth, I have to show myself for having studied the word. So I've got to spend time in prayer. So I look at committed people in the church to whom I can delegate. And say, listen guys, do this. I'll be late, but I'll be in prayer. I'm using that time not to watch a movie. I'm in prayer. Trying to hear from God, get something from God to feed the congregation that God has given me. But certain other things I can delegate. You want your daughter's marriage on such and such a day? Well, call the toll, the helpline or... Um, the, one of the associate pastors and they will communicate it to me because if I'm going to be picking up and speaking for everything you need to do this, you need to do that this is what you do then what happens? I cannot be effective in serving you and serving the Lord you know when you're traveling in planes you've seen people sitting next to you and I've seen sometimes certain people sitting next to you they'll have their laptop open and they'll be still working on the flight and I use the flight time normally to go to sleep <laughs> or just to prepare a sermon you know but otherwise I just go to sleep just to get an additional amount of rest but I've seen people working but sometimes you sit next to somebody and most of them they might be Malayalis and they might just sit there and say every day hello we are on the same plane we both are going to Dubai <laughs> but they just want to strike up a conversation they not nothing engotta pode avada aarundu athra pullarundu ennu tirichu varum pulike enna vandi vidana nammal orakku see what i'm saying is there are people who just i was once going on a meeting to indonesia and i was sitting on the plane my god it was 11 o'clock night playing and I had a ministry that day and I was so tired it was after Sunday I just got on the flight and he started speaking and speaking and speaking and speaking and you would you believe it it was 4.30 Indian time and 6.30 when we reached Singapore airport and then I had to take a connecting flight and I didn't have a chance to just close my eyes for one minute and I thought what productivity have I brought out of it he was just in a space to argue the moment you realize I'm a pastor what's wrong with pastors what is wrong with prosperity preachers and what's wrong with <laughs> and if I shut my eyes or go to sleep that will be seen as rude so you are in a no-win situation you gotta okay the plane is full you can't even have a different seat What I'm trying to tell you is don't waste your time checking everybody's Facebook. Their life mission is that, some people. Right from morning to night, who's posted what? 
what is on instagram what is there who is on telegraph telegraph or telegram telegram yeah i told you there is a certain element of correction please take it well for you to have an expected end excessive sleep will lead you to poverty proverbs 20 1330 proverbs 20 verses 13 and verse 30 can you just read that please yeah love not sleep lest thou come to poverty open thine eyes and thou shall be satisfied with bread that's right so do not love excessive sleep it doesn't mean just just don't sleep are you with me <laughs> just don't love excessive sleep and then wonder why you're not prospering why god is not doing anything you activate the favor of god and you begin to walk to an expected end when you know how to use your tongue rightly one peter chapter 3 is an amazing scripture you can underline that if there is no other scripture that you learn tonight just underline this one verses 9 and 10 1 peter chapter 3 verses 9 and 10 and 11 but just read 9 and 10 not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing but contrivise blessing mm. knowing that you are there there unto called that you should inherit a blessing See, god one should inherit a blessing you're called for a blessing but what should you do for he that will love life for he that will love life and see good days and see good days let him refrain his tongue from evil let him sip his tongue let us let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile and his lips that they speak no guile kabadadi illatha samsaram you want to see good life learn to use your tongue wisely look at proverbs 19 verse 22 19 verse 22 the desire of a man is his kindness and a poor man is better than a liar and a poor man see don't lie a poor man is better than a liar there are people who can talk so much that they can actually convince the monkey to come down from the tree without a banana <laughs> refrain your tongue the times when you are afraid don't speak be quiet There are times when you do not know what to say just be quiet Psalms 120 verse 1 says God hates lying lips whatever happens happens don't lie Things you say you can't take it back you I mean you can forgive you say I forgive you but it says have you seen in your husband right relationship 
in your anger suddenly you say something and they replay it you after five years you've forgiven them you've asked for forgiveness but it still comes back because it doesn't go out of the mind I've seen people who talk, 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 talk. Look at Proverbs 17 verse 28 in the uh, message Bible, please. You know, you learn in life not to react to everything. You don't have to say, have a say in everything. You know, some people want to have a say in everything. Whatever is happening, somebody is singing. You don't have to have a say for everything. You don't like it, just keep your mouth shut. You want to see good days? Have an expected end? Use your tongue properly. Some people think they have to say, have a say for everything. One of the biggest enemies of an expected end or starting to rain again heavily here is laziness. God was working six days and he rested one day. Today I find a generation that will rest six days and work one day. And they're wondering why nothing good is coming to them. Laziness is not the absence of strength of the will but the unwillingness to engage in work. One of the cousins of laziness is procrastination. I will do it later. Sometimes certain houses you go All the clothes are heaped up like that. It's raining very heavily. Can we take a song? Thank you.
Just mentally lazy. 
I heard somebody say once they were looking for brain to buy in the market and a, a brain was found and they said this brain this you know we, we don't want to buy it it's, it's highly used overused another brain is again overused this brain has been used 80% but then they found a brain of a Malayali born again believer unused <laughs> not used at all it's called mental laziness you don't apply your brain your mind those kind of lazy minds get attracted to pornography to the wrong stuff because the mind is inactive but tonight in the name of Jesus may that stronghold be broken say I'm going to think and apply my mind for the glory of God open your mouth and say I'm going to think and apply my mind for the glory of God Amen. Then there is spiritual laziness, inability to pray. Pastor preaches all the message, they don't even listen to it properly, they don't even write down, they don't memorize scriptures. Just lazy. So, laziness, we have people who are mentally lazy. Lift your hands and say, I won't be mentally lazy. I won't be mentally In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There are people who are spiritually lazy, who won't pray, who won't fast, who won't uh, uh, serve Jesus, who won't give their best for the Lord. You know, you know the, the, the service that we normally have is called weekly service. A weekly on the Friday and Sundays. Weekly service. You take a car for to the service, they service the car. Now when you come, we are trying to service you, change your oil, change your capacity, help you to have a smoother ride, go forward in the year 2021 with the blessing of God. But you need to cooperate, you shouldn't be lazy, you should be able to say, okay, I've come to worship the Lord, receive from God, I've come to glorify the name of Jesus, I want to I wanna have a teachable spirit. And when you come with that kind of attitude, the anointing will fall upon you, you will be serviced by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. God will stir you up even tonight in the name of Jesus may there be a fresh grace flowing upon your life amen, amen. see have you seen that I mean you, you, uh, you spiritually lazy is you, you're going for a work or you, and you can't eat for some reason or the other there's no problem but the day you decide you will fast and pray you suddenly feel hungry You know, or suddenly you uh, once I went to a place and the, the person of the, in that house was crying. So I said, why are you crying? I said, I was watching a movie and the person in the movie died. The person in the movie died and you're frowning and crying. That man was paid to die.
and you're thinking about that and you're crying can you imagine that when people won't i mean come coming to the things of god they find it hard to cry hearing the word they won't tremble they won't cry <laughs> they won't sing the praise of god and then there is what we call the physical laziness just too lazy tonight i pray even physical laziness will be broken off Amen. that you will get up and walk Amen. into 2021 yes. that you will go on in life to a fulfilled end to an end that god has appointed where you will know that you have fulfilled the purposes and plans of god in your life an expected end for god's desire for you is peace that you are expected and blessing and prosperity glory be to the name of jesus christ amen so don't be lazy some people you know they they act big they act like a big man they have five phones but they have no money in their account just acting big they'll be speaking big things like doing business there and doing business here and but this is plain lazy tonight i feel there was such a battle over this message tonight those of them who are helping out me out here they know and i believe that is because some of you are going to be set free tonight don't make excuses for your laziness don't say because of fear because of this because of that person don't have a victim mindset and say because of that person i didn't progress in life i didn't go on to fulfill what god wanted me to fulfill now most people who don't fulfill things in life ex- laziness as excuses Proverbs 20 verse 4, a message Bible and the normal Bible. Proverbs 20, King James Version. Normal Bible means King James Bible. <laughs> the sluggard will not plow by reason of the cold. Hmm. Therefore shall he beg in harvest uh-huh. and have nothing. Yes, message Bible. A farmer too lazy to plant in the spring has nothing to harvest in the fall. Amen. You know, one version, I, it's not that scripture, but one version says, the lazy man will say there is a lion on the street, so he doesn't want to go out. It's in the book of Proverbs. I mean, he's got an excuse. There is a lion. There is danger, pastor. There is danger. I don't work because of that problem, because of this problem. There's danger. The danger is your laziness. <laughs> The danger is your laziness. Some people won't take a step forward. You know why? Because they have a victim mindset. I expected my uncle to help me. I expected the government to bring in this law. I expected, you know, the the company uh, boss, the managing director to be favorable to me. I expected that. Uh, They didn't do this. The pastor didn't help me. I wanted to serve the Lord. I had dedicated my life. But because pastor did not help me at that particular point, I lost interest. Who are you kidding? It's your life. It's your life. 
when you blame people for where you have not reached it's a sign that you have failed inside I mean nobody's paid to help you nobody owes you anything Romans 13 says owe no man anything other than love So you got to decide Well favor I've been listening to those messages I'm going to walk into it Step into it Walk in the favor of God Walk in the blessing of God Walk with the grace of God I'm not going to be indisciplined and lazy And procrastinate And if that is your decision Tonight there is going to be A huge deliverance over your life Over your family Hallelujah, Rutamana, Hindustan Rakelo, Jibabala, Astana, lift your hands, lift your hands to Jesus. Ask Jesus to set you free. Water of the Yeshu in the Nama Tevlichade. Water of the Yeshu in the Nama Tevlichade. Call on the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus I, surrender I surrender my life to you. Forgive me, Forgive me for all my sins. All my sins. Cleanse, me Cleanse me with your precious blood. Your precious blood. Jesus, Jesus, I commit my life to you. I renounce sin. I renounce Satan. I renounce, I renounce the world. I renounce the world. Jesus, Christ, Jesus Christ, you are my Lord. You are my, you are my master. You are my, master. You are my savior. You are my savior. I submit to you. I, submit to you. I receive your word. I receive, your I receive your grace. I receive your, grace. I receive your anointing. I receive your, I receive your blessing. I receive your Thank blessing. you, Jesus. Thank you, that your word will effectually work within me. Both to will and to act for thy good pleasure. Thank you, Jesus, for your purposes of peace towards my life, of favor and blessing towards my life. I receive it now and I activate my life to obey you and walk with you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. 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 We worship you, Jesus. We worship you tonight. We worship you tonight. We worship you tonight.